Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast that is about every aspect of the Binding of Isaac series of video games, from keys to key items. I'm Gary Butterfield, and with me, as always, is the biggest Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows fan that I've ever met. Will Hughes. See, what people don't understand is that by taking a formerly like documentary kind of setup and mm -hmm. changing it to a more strictly narrative movie, they've really kind of taken your expectations of what a film can be and subverted them. In the same way that the first one did. So, Gary, now you got me in my head because I think actually like some fairly credible people made Book of Shadows. I think so, too. It's like an Aliens 4 kind of thing. You know? I'm the best kind of movie in the franchise? No. But that, that's what you mean when you say Aliens 4. No. <laughs> the, um, do you actually think it's the best one in the franchise? Alien, I, I can't tell if you've seen, seen it. it. No, no okay. not in a million years. It's it's almost, that movie is like one of those those messes that people like. You know, and I even, I mean, there's things I like about it. Like there, it's, and it just, I get, there's somebody out there with that opinion. Yeah. 100%. I, I don't know that they would have to be huge Pinota Rider fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the writer knots. Um, what uh, what item are we talking about today? Gary, today we're talking about Book of Shadows. Oh yeah, a legitimately good item. Probably these the in the running for second or third best book. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Without yeah. me wanting to like chronicle, like run yeah, down through my head. Without thinking about like specifically like Book of Belial and then the two heart generating books. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, uh, directed by Joseph Joe Berlinger, who's a documentary filmmaker whose movies I'm not familiar with. Okay. <laughs> so, so we've uh, – legit. Yeah. The yeah, uh, unknown mean, documentary person. man. Yeah. He, we, we have verified that Blair Witch 2 was directed by a person and did not just spring out of the ether or from the uh, PC game. I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but uh, if you want to leave a rating or review for us on uh, – I don't know, maybe the talk page of the Wikipedia for Berlinger's film Brothers Keeper from 1992. The, I would appreciate uh, that. Do that on the IMDb forum because the Wikipedia one, they'll immediately take it down. Well, no, in the talk page, they might not. And IMDb oh, took away right. their message boards a couple of years ago. Ah. Yeah. Uh, you can really... still leave reviews, though. What if you reviewed that movie but mostly talked about everything to Guppy? Yeah, I would appreciate that. I would appreciate that too. Yeah, they removed those message boards and it was a really big blow to like the community of people cataloging different actresses' feet. <laughs> a big a big blow to the serial masturbator community. You know what? Um, I think those guys are going to be okay. And ladies. I, the uh you know the I, I think so as well. I think uh I think if you're you're dedicated to rub and raw, uh life finds a way. Um um life finds a way. Boy. Book of Shadows. Yeah, let's say we're fucking around for a really good item. For for a good item, too much fucking around. Uh, temporary invincibility is the tagline for this. Uh, this is a three room charge active item that mm -hmm. gives you a shield around yourself that nullifies all types of damage for ten seconds. Yep, and this is fine in a fight. It's a little bit short. Mm -hmm. It's crazy good for breaking some of the things to let you trade health for money and items. Yeah, yeah. This is getting this um, in any of those situations feels great. You know, so um, this negates health. And this is one of these things I just love about Isaac because I feel like a lesser game in Pursuit of Balance would make those items bypass this. Yep. Which you know? uh, the Sacrifice Room does, but that's – honestly, that's fair because hitting the Sacrifice Room too many times totally breaks the game. Yeah. It, it, it's a it's a path towards the – like one of the alternate 
wind floors. Yeah. You know, essentially. So I get that. And sacrifice rooms aren't fixed. Like they did some more stuff with them, but those are still kind of obnoxious. We'll get to that in, you know, 2024 or whatever. Um, but the, uh, most other things that drain your health, this still works with. Mm-hmm. And I just, a brave choice. Wasn't intended. Feels like it was intended just for combat, but it actually works. So let's go through these things that it does work for. Sure. Uh, so, uh, it works with the blood donation machine. So, pretty easy way to get either the IV bag or the uh, blood bag. Mm-hmm. And Plus, just, a just a ton of money. Shit ton of money. Absolutely. Uh, yep. It also works with devil beggars, which is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 10 seconds, you can do two plays per tick on, on a devil beggar. Um, so, you can get a lot of plays mm-hmm. with this, assuming they don't like shit out an item, which takes valuable, valuable seconds. And when they do. Devil beggars tend to have pretty good items in their pool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like great items, you know, tends to be deal with the devil items. Yep. In fact. Um, so very, very useful. Um, one of the the cooler ways that uh so and going back to the last episode with the the fly, um, having this makes any orbitable or orbitable. Uh absolutely <laughs> I like that you're I don't know consistent why. on that. I'm not trying to be. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> no, I know. I um, I guess I'm complimenting uh the broken part of your brain specifically. Yeah, right that, that just knows it's it's like self like whatever the reverse, reverse of uh sabotage is. Yeah, well I think you have uh, like Michelle from Full House Syndrome. The <laughs> It just swallowed. makes all your language more adorable. And the bad news breakers. I have um been talking uh since one PM today. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. The, uh, I've, been, I, I've been sitting quietly and writing about TV. I, I got up and I recorded two episodes of Heartbeat City, and then I did my stream, and then I played six hours of A Way Out. <laughs> so that's that's been the entirety of my day. I have not stopped talking, so I'm I'm definitely going to like stumble over some shit. Um, so it makes orbitals really good. But the thing I want to bring up is, uh, and I'm glad the wiki pointed this out because if it didn't, I would have. Have you gotten this with um backpack and razor blade? I have not. Tell me about it's it, Gary. Incredible. Uh, razor blade is an item that I think, uh, is really cool when it works, but is mostly just situational. Mm-hmm. Um, the razor blade allows you to damage yourself for half a heart and do increased damage. Um, you can spam the hell out of it yeah. and there is no damage cap. Ooh, so if boy. you switch to this, you get 10 seconds of as many times as you can hit the space bar, getting like two damage up in 10 seconds. Yeah, and if that... you, you can hit the space bar a lot. So you're, you're, you can do like two, 300 damage in, in per tier. Gary, let me uh, check something real fast. Okay. Yeah, I can do it about 20 times before my uh, arm starts to get tired. Okay. And that, that, that was less on, than 10 did seconds. Did that come through on the recording? No, no. It was, it was whisper quiet. Okay. Hold on a second. Uh, You know, Gary, the thing I like to do with this podcast is really give myself a, a difficulty curve when I'm editing. Yeah. <laughs> so put up some, some challenge mode. Make your arm real tired. Yeah. You know, um, it's like uh, the end of Metal Gear Solid, resisting that torture. I guess that's more, uh, that's closer to the middle of the game, Gary. Uh, Two thirds, maybe? Split the difference? Hey, let's agree to disagree. Let's call the whole thing off. Do, do. Um, no more Metal Gear games for anybody. <laughs> doot, doot. Uh, the, uh, I'm fine with that. I, I boy, there's enough. Put it in my veins. Um, Death Stranding. Yeah. De- yeah. Um, the, the, we weird. I finally like not that we. I don't want to get into that. But the, <laughs> the um, I finally saw something about that that made it look interesting to me. Was and it I, the babies? 
No, it was definitely not that because everything I'd seen before that made it look annoying to me. Was it CGI like, Guillermo del Toro? No, that's annoying to me too. I think I read, <laughs> I, I, I think I just read like some stuff about the actual mechanics of it or like the, the things it's leaning towards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. And I just ended up being very annoyed by just the overwhelming like game boner people had for it based on nothing. Well, Gary, you, you know? see so many games are about disconnection and killing. What if there mm-hmm. was a game about connection? Mm. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's the shit Kojima has been spewing about it for years now. No one should ever listen to Kojima when he talks about something. After that quiet thing, why does anyone listen to him? Because uh, yeah. he's a genius. He's an auteur. Oh, boy. He's an auteur. He like... carved Metal Gear Solid 1 out of a block of wood by hand. <laughs> like Nintendo Labo. Um <laughs> The, the, the conflagration of like genius and auteur, auteur really bothers me. Like there are a lot of like Tommy Fazoza auteur. It's like true. there's, there's tons of people who are auteurs. Yeah. We need more dumb auteurs. I feel like to really kind of mess like, with even the, the, the idea. I think they exist. They just don't get called that. You know, Brett Ratner is an auteur. Like his movies look, you can tell a Brett, Rat, Brett Ratner movie. They suck. Yeah. But you, you can tell one or a Paul W S Anderson movie. Yeah. Those movies all seem the same. They just suck ass, you know. <laughs> like he's he's definitely he's this sucks cum stain. See that that's rough, right? It is. It's, it's pretty gross. I and again, it's it. because it's like mechanically evocative. Yeah, like you can imagine it. It's a it's a it's a an anti feast for the senses and every everything to guppy an anti feast for the senses for your sensei um for your senses takers this is a reference to the infamous book of shadows which is a book of religious texts and instructions for magical rituals found within the neo-pagan religion of wicca cool thanks yeah i didn't know that thank you gary i didn't know that either until i read the trivia so uh trivia you've redeemed yourself uh wiki writers gary would you like a seed I would, but I'd like to ask you to mix it up because you've just been doing PC seeds. Sure. I think that it's not fair to some of our uh, less advantaged listeners. All right. Uh, let's do the the Vita seed mm-hmm. for uh, all you Vita fans out there. Bad news. Lumin- Luminous is coming to uh, other consoles now. Yeah. All right. Say bye. W A. One. Six, Garsh, X. I didn't even ask you to do your Kojima impersonation. I did it anyway. <laughs> Butterfield it. Uh, I just got Emperor Butterfield in. Uh, no longer segues and callbacks are now a thing of the past. Now I always do Butterfield. If people like this show, you can go on Twitter and tell me how great Kojima is. Yeah. That's, do that that's a lot for endless, like just endlessly. Make sure yeah. to at Gary when you yeah. complain about it too. I like it. It's not actually annoying. <laughs> the, um, but you can also uh, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and leave us a couple of dollars. And uh, if you do, let's say that you do at $5, you get into our Slack. Come uh, talk about Isaac in, in Slack. Yep. We have a lot of good conversations. The thing I really like about our uh, the Everything to Guppy Slack is it's a really wide level of experience with the game. Absolutely. So you see people like moving up through the tiers of like understanding this game. And there's so many cool surprises along the way there. It's so fun to watch people hit those different milestones. Yeah. It's even just, it's very heartening just for people to be like, Hey, I got my first mom kill. And I just think back to like how big a deal that was, you know, even though it was many, many years ago. How many playthroughs did it take you to get your first mom kill, Gary? I wish I knew. 
I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I want to say it's something like six, probably. Yeah, I, I think I think because of the slot machine factor of of Isaac, because I've t- I know people who on the the Slack have been like, it took me thirty tries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't and, really, like talk down to anybody who's absolutely. Well, the reason the reason why is that, and also it's not a mark of your skill that you did in six or my skill that I did in roughly that either is because of the slot machine nature of Isaac, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you just get a lot of really good items. You can get that very early, um, which is one of the reasons why I think Isaac is the roguelike king. You know, I think that's a that's a that's a huge feature, not a bug. You know, so I, th- I think it was probably somewhere between like six and ten, if if I had to guess. But I also I think I had a very early on, and I'm going through this in Gungeon right now, where I got some success and then had a huge dry streak. Mm-hmm. You know, like the game just decided to start just giving me garbage items for a little while. So I think it was quite a while before I got much progress past that yeah gary i am listening but also i do still have the wikipedia page for brother's keeper from 1992 open and it <laughs> okay. does mean i do have just very fitting for this conversation uh, a bright blue word semen right in the middle of my screen this it, has been another segment of brother's keepers keeper uh it is revealed that during the coroner's examination of william's body semen was found on clothing and on william's leg hmm cool Pretty cool. Good cool, night. Cool, cool. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>